Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy, and you are listening to the podcast that covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and of course, Star Wars. That's right. This is the DCAS this week. Joined with me, as usual, is Sean and Chris, and we are talking about the lesser known Disney movies. Also, this week in Disney history, we need some gear. Why don't you help us out? Surviving Disneyland with Sean this week in the Disney community. And Andy's Toy Chest has tons of news this week. That and much more in this week's episode of The D-Cast. <laughs> Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome. This is Andy. And with me, as always, is... Chris. And, and Sean. Sean, we are working hard here trying to lean into this mic. <laughs> we talked to a real DJ so, you can see, there they are. And, oh, those of you who aren't watching on Instagram don't know what we're talking about. I'm currently streaming this live on Instagram. We're just going to do this every week. Just go ahead and pop my camera there. We'll stream it live on Instagram. Hope you all are having a great and fabulous week. I am so sorry about missing last week. Uh, I couldn't talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, it would be like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it was bad. It was very, very bad. So, I'm sorry. I got some messages like, where is the DCAS? Are you guys failing us again? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not failing you. I'm so sorry. Please, just just back off, okay? I got a lot of pressure Jeez. in my life right now, okay? So, yeah. Anyways, how you doing today, Chris? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. And Sean, how you doing today? I'm doing really good, Andy. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging in there, you know, trying to get done with film school. It's right on. a lot of pressure right now. And, yeah, when you're, you know, when you're 35 and film school and family and mortgage, it's not fun. It is, but it's not. Right. Anyways, so you all don't want to hear about my problems. Actually, <laughs> but we have problems. We need gear. If you can see, I want to explain this to you, those of you who are watching on Instagram. This is the one microphone right here that we record on. One microphone. And uh, yeah, there and there you're Sean. And, and on the computer. Problem is, we can't hook up three microphones on the computer. It's just impossible to do. We're trying everything we can to fix this. But if you would like to help us... Go to thedecast.net. That is our, our website now, thedecast.net. Some jerk bought thedecast.com after I let it expire, which is my own fault. I had to think for six years. Uh, go to thedecast.net. There's a link there for our GoFundMe. You can help us out with gear. We're up to like $250, thanks to somebody in this room, which right. we shall remain nameless. But... Um, that guy's awesome. That guy... <laughs> Two people, actually. Two people in the room. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Sean's son is in the in the house with us watching, and uh, he donated, what, five bucks, ten bucks? Fifteen. Fifteen dollars. Thank you for the donation. <laughs> um, that gets us more gear, and we're able to do more. So thank you so much, those of you who have given, and we're just asking, just go to the decast.net and help us out. It would be amazing and great. So this week, we have so much going on. So much I want to talk about. I know you guys really want to talk about Aladdin, and <laughs> you want to talk about, I don't know, uh, this little thing called Frozen 2. But first, first, we're going to talk about on this week, this week in Disney history. With Chris, go ahead there, Chris. What's happening this week in Disney history? On this week in history. That's a, Ooh, that's yeah, I mean, it, it I is like what it, it is. Uh, we're going to kind of put it together like an amalgam, if you will, uh, because... We're going to put two weeks together, but on February 6th, 1859, Elias Disney is born. And of course, without Mr. Elias, we don't have Mr. Walt. And uh, there it is. That's, your, that's important. Very, very important. Very important. Gotta have that. Uh, also in 1985, Disney goes to 365 days a year, seven days a week. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Disney used to be closed on Monday and Tuesday during the off season. That's crazy. Yeah, the only, the only other day, only the other days I know that Disneyland has actually been closed. I know they John F. Kennedy was assassinated, and they shut things down on September 11th. Right, yep. and that's all I really know of. Yeah, 
Like it's unless it fills the capacity, which I've I've heard the park has filled the capacity. Yeah, it fills they capacity. Stop. They just stop letting people yeah. in. They say go to DCA instead. Yeah. So the cool kids say they say DCA. That's right. So uh, also Disney and Lucasfilm reach an agreement to develop new attractions for the parks. So this was 1985. So that's a that's and a huge. From that deal. we got. Uh, Star Wars. Star Tours. Star Indiana Tours. Jones. Indiana, yeah, oh my gosh. And now... I forget about Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is awesome. So good. Yes, it is. And now that little 14 acres of land they have coming here real soon. Galaxy's Edge. Yes. Which is the reason... Our ticket prices are going up, so stinking high. Right. Correct. Yes. Uh, 2009, It's a Small World After All reopens. It's a small world after <laughs> all. Yeah, I'll hear that in my it's dreams. It's a small <laughs> world after all. Go ahead. It now includes uh, up-to-date characters, Pixar, plus it adds the spirit of America. And then, Sean, you also had... Yeah, one thing I know, um, on February 1st of 2001, uh, Disney California Adventure opened. So it's turned 18 years old last week, so that's good. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Disney's California Adventure. Adventure. I miss the big, the big, great big California. California. What, What happened to that? Apparently it's at the... California State Museum. No? I think it is. Yeah. Oh, but, nice. Yeah, we used to. I'm not sure if I should say this. We used to take pictures inside of the letter A and say we were in the biggest in in California. The, yeah. Very so, nice. I'll leave it up to that because I know kids sometimes <laughs> listen to the show. Like we're in the biggest in California. Yeah, that's funny. Anyways. <laughs> That being said, also we talked. We're talking about we're doing this segment called the lesser known Disney film. <clears throat> where we're talking about Disney films that people don't know about that they don't know where Disney or they've never heard of. And I know I, I watched one the other day. It was about a donkey that kicks field goals. I forgot, yes, yes, that's what, I, <laughs> yeah. <Sean's available. laughs> that's a great Maybe little we'll feature. That I'm going to bring wait. up Gus sometime, <laughs> but. You have another one for us, Chris. I do. And uh, just so you guys know, Midnight Madness, I did purchase a copy online. I found it in a Goodwill. Ooh. Uh, somewhere in the eastern United States. And I got it for like four bucks. Uh, so, so we got a screening party of yes, that. Yes, I have the DVD of it. Uh, but this time we're talking about 1983's Something Wicked This Way Comes. Ooh. Directed by Jack Clayton, based on the story by Ray Bradbury, who also wrote the script. It stars Jason Robards, uh, who was also in Dream a Little Dream, a Little Big League, Crimson Tide. Also has Jonathan Price, who a lot of people will know as Game of Thrones. He's Governor Swan on Pirates of the Caribbean. He's also a Bond villain. Tomorrow Never Dies. Ooh. Uh, Pam Greer stars in it. Diane Ladd stars in it. Uh, it is the last movie to be produced under the Walt Disney Productions banner. Okay. Uh, story is as follows. Will and James, two 13-year-old kids living in a town called Greentown, Illinois. This circus comes into town, led by Mr. Dark. And this town is full of a lot of people with real problems, uh, more like like sloth and, and greed and wrath and envy and, and, and all the, the bad things about life. And he puts his circus up and he starts to grant these people their desires. But what he's really doing is stealing their soul. So the two kids have to band together to try and fight Mr. Dark and before he can seize control of the town. This sounds really dark for Disney. It's very dark for Disney. Very dark for 1983. Ooh. <laughs> um, Jonathan Price is, is uh, wicked in it, man. He's remember there's this one like a kaleidoscope or something, and, and I haven't seen it in a while, but I've seen it a few times. 
And I'm, I'm, I don't want to say. I'm, I'm afraid of horror films, and this seems like not my <laughs> it's cup a, of tea. It's a, if you can if you can find a copy of it, go ahead and watch it. It is sure a film, one. probably one they don't talk about a lot. It is a lesser known property, but it does have some good actors in it. All right, that is this week's <clears throat> episode of uh, Lesser Known Disney. Something wicked this way. If you got anybody finds any of these films and watches, let us know. <laughs> I want to know if you find these films and we'll watch yes. them and, and what's going on with them. With that, we're moving on to surviving Disneyland with Sean. This is the part of the show. We're talking about Disneyland. Yes, we're not talking about Walt Disney World. I'm sorry. We're on the West Coast. We hardly ever. I've never been to Walt Disney World. I get a lot of slack for that. Or crap. <laughs> People like, why would you been there? Because flying to Florida is expensive. So back off, okay? And I grew up in. Anyways. So, Sean, what's this week in surviving Disneyland? <clears throat> Basically, what I want to talk about this week was uh, food at Disneyland. Food. And, uh, it's a great thing. Uh, what I like to do is, uh, what I was going to do is go through my favorite breakfast, lunch, and dinner place. Just kind of give my recommendation if that's cool. Uh, first thing is I recommend to anyone if you go to Disneyland is do a character breakfast. Yes. If you want to take the time to have your kids see all the characters at one time and not have to run around the park and see everyone character breakfast, a little bit of money, but it's absolutely worth yeah. it. You're not chasing down characters. You're not chasing down characters all day long. Uh, they'd have a few dis- a few different ones. There's one at Disneyland Hotel, Goofy's Kitchen, which I've done before, which is mm-hmm. great. They run around and they, they sing and dance with their, their handkerchiefs. It's great. They have two over in the Grand Californian. Um, there's a Storyteller's Cafe one. There's also uh, one at the Napa Rose. It's brand new. Yes. It's with the Disney Princesses, which I've... Red is, is pretty good so far. I did the one before that was at Ariel's Grotto before it got right. switched over. So now I got moved over to Napa Kitchen. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, okay. Napa Rose. And now there's there's also one over at uh, the Paradise Hotel as well with with Donald Duck. Okay. Um, my favorite though is in Disneyland. It's at the Plaza Inn, yes. which is down at the end of the hub, where uh, you walk away down the end of Main Street. If you order, if you start, you get the first one in the morning. It's like 7.30. Mm-hmm. You walk to the park when it's empty, basically. Yep. You're walking down there. There's just some music and a few people clean up, getting ready for the day. Mm-hmm. You get in there. Great breakfast. A lot of the older characters that you would, that you see in there. The classics. The, the classics. And it's a good breakfast, actually, too. It gives you time to sit in there, let the kids visit all the visit all the characters. And last time we were there, I was set up the Max Pass to get all that taken care of. Nice. They also do have the gluten-free, like we talked about last week. The yes. Gluten-free, the gluten-free menu, they will... Last time we went, someone or one of our families came, a couple of kids, chefs came out and made them exactly what they wanted. It was absolutely amazing. So if you're going to do that and for breakfast, I would definitely say go to Plaza Inn down at the Hub. It's amazing. Um, for lunch, I like to go. We like to go to the uh, Alien Pizza Planet. Used to be Pizza Port over by Space Mountain. Yes. Absolutely great. Uh, great theme. It's now uh, since Pixar last year. It's yep. more of a... Uh, Toy Story theme, which is very cool. The mm-hmm. aliens kind of took over, and it's really mm-hmm. cool. Favorite food I like there is the count is the, is the countdown chicken fusilli, which is great. It's a it's a uh, noodle kind of meal on pasta chicken dish? pasta. So dish. you don't yeah. get pizza. I don't. I don't get pizza. <sighs> no. I love their pizza. Yeah. The gluten free pizza is amazing. Well, yeah, I mean, you can still buy pizza by a slice, like eight dollars for a yeah. slice of pizza, which isn't terrible. There, it's, 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 it's at Disneyland. You're paying money for it, yep. so that that's that. Um. Dinners, I couldn't pick just one place. <clears throat> so I picked my absolute favorite restaurant there is the Carnation Cafe. So good. The reason that is so is that good. was Walt, one of Walt's favorite places. Yep. That restaurant, had, all it has is just a bunch of comfort foods. Yep. Meatloaf and everything. Chicken my, fried steak. Chicken fried chicken. Oh. It's my absolute mm-hmm. favorite thing at that restaurant. It's so good. It's amazing that the vegetables are crisp. They come with some mashed potatoes. 
But last time when we were there in August, we said we're going to try a different place. So we went to Cafe Orleans, which I would so recommend to anyone. Cafe Orleans, the Monte, Cristo, Monte Cristo. Get it. It's $21, but it's the best $21 I've ever spent. Yes. Absolutely amazing. So, so good. And, and you get to sit in parts of the Caribbean. Yeah, you're, well, no, it's right outside. You're thinking of uh, the oh, Blue Bayou. I'm thinking Blue Bayou. Yeah, Cafe Orleans is right outside. Right it's outside, basically yeah. right along the rivers of America right yeah. there. We, where we were sitting, we were just right over from But then you got beignets real close, too. Exactly. Yes. Beignets were great. Um, and then we were going to – I didn't do any research on it, but I know there's a couple places that serve alcohol. I didn't – I know like the Lamplighter Lounge over mm-hmm. there serves some alcohol. I've never been there, so I don't – Where have I? But uh, – and the, the Tangora the – Tangora, Plaza or Paradise opened over at the Disneyland Hotel. Just recently reopened back okay. up. Um, I got to have it written down here. Hang on. I got to look. My, my partner back there helped me with the information. <laughs> uh, Tangaroa Terrace. They offer Dole Whips a lot. They do serve alcohol there. Yes. They do serve a rum, they uh, Dole Whip with rum in it. Ooh. Which. That sounds dangerous. From what I've heard, I sound it's absolutely amazing. So that sounds dangerous. That's what I recommend. Those are places I like. If you like someone else, let us know what you guys like. Hit us up, guys. Let us know what you do to survive Disneyland, whether you're a local or a tourist. We want to put your ideas out there, and uh, if we put them on there, we'll uh, we'll give you a little shout out, so on and so forth. So moving on from there, we're talking about every week the the, the in the Disney community. This is a segment where I'm going to talk about. A Disney podcast, a Disney YouTuber, someone out there is doing Instagram. And I want to talk about my old friends, Network 1901. Some of you may be saying, Andy, I thought you didn't like Network 1901. You were you were part of them and you left. Yes, the DCAS once was the DCAS was a founding podcast on Network 1901. We did leave. We went on, on our own for a while. But um that the Network 1901 podcast network is completely like I don't know what the, it's just amazing now. The sound, the, the audio quality they're doing, the videos they're doing, the podcast that you know, the weekly podcast, podcast nineteen oh one, the book reviews, movie reviews, park stuff. I would go check out Network nineteen oh one. Go to network nineteen oh one dot com. Josh Anzi and um, why am I forgetting her name? Josh Anzi and the other. Who I used to do a podcast. Ooh, I'm like, can't remember. What, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting. I'm so sorry, Network 1901. I, totally, I thought, I'm like, I don't need to write this down. Well, let's just go go to Network 1901. We'll find out. Shannon, Shannon. Thank, yes, thank you. <laughs> there so, it is. The, 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 sorry, Shannon. Anyways, guys, go check them out. I encourage you to see what they're doing. Subscribe to their podcast. Now, though, this is what everybody wants to talk about. These Andy's toy chests. This is where we talk about the stuff that's going on. This week, the last two weeks in the world of Disney. First of all, first, Deadpool. It was announced Disney will continue to make rated R Deadpool type films within the Marvel Universe. There's no word on whether or not this is going to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. What's going on? Thoughts on it? Let's go, Sean. I like it. I just saw something today that they're already um, developing. Deadpool 3. I saw okay. some posts up there. That's in development. They're talking about it. I think it's great. I think it just opens up the whole horizon for Disney and puts them in every aspect of everyone's life. Like mm-hmm. you said, Rated R movie is some people prefer to watch that kind of movie. So, I mean, if that's what you like, then you're going to get that from Disney now, too, with its own twist on it, I'm sure. So. Yes. Chris? Yeah, some of the heroes are darker. They require a darker tone and a little bit uh, more allotting for violence and physicality and keeping the R rating allows them to 
delve further into characters like I said, Moon Knight, mm-hmm. uh, Punisher, Daredevil. Uh, you talked about the Defenders. Yes. Yeah, all the greedy stuff. Even maybe Shang Chi and, and who knows? But it it, it opens a, another avenue. Yeah. So my 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 real kind of question, kind of concern is: Do these still? Do we want these to fit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as it is right now, or do they need to be their own separate thing? I think it'd be great if they could fit them and fit some of them in somehow. Mm-hmm. You know, just mix it up. Why not? I don't see an issue with it. In my mind, I always pictured something in. Uh, an end game where they just kind of cut to just a, a low level and you just see them fighting just something else and then cut back up to the big That'd story. That'd be hilarious. Just something to show that that, that they're helping down. They're there. Yeah. See, I, I can imagine if Captain America was to survive the end game, which I don't think he will, and the next movie happens and you have Deadpool and Captain America, just having Captain America say, language, <laughs> every every two seconds of uh, Deadpool would be just... <laughs> anyway. So good. Yes. Like Steve, he said a naughty word. He said one. Uh, that would be great. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know how I feel about it. I, I love, I love the Deadpool movies. I love um, what Fox has done with some of X Men. I don't like the new X Men. I heard the Phoenix movies bad, like very bad. Which is still Fox because the merger hasn't gone through yet. But it's I, end of this year, right? Yeah, it's end still, of this year. It's, it's still kind of you know going through all the processes and stuff. I don't, I don't know because. So much of the Marvel Cinematic Universe right now, you've been able to take your kids to for most of it. Right. So when you get into the radar, are the are, if they can make it so you're not missing anything I by, not, by not seeing by your kids not seeing, so that there's not some big you know gap in your knowledge of the cinematic universe, I could get that, or just keep them separate. I, I don't know, because then you're talking now. There's a lot of talk about you know bringing the X Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe now that Disney owns Fox, which has been a dream of everybody since the Marvel Cinematic Universe happened. People are like, oh, there's no way, though. There's, you know, there's no way that will ever happen. And then Sony and Disney had to deal just for Spider-Man. And then Disney decided to buy Fox. So let's <laughs> just write a check for billions of dollars. You can't beat them. So right. I mean, th- for the record on that, Fox was looking to sell. Murdoch was looking to sell. He was going to sell to somebody. So for me, I'm like, well, might as well have been Disney. Because I know, like, Charter Communications was a Charter or Spectrum. Um, Charter Spectrum whoever it is now, one of the big cable companies was going after um, Comcast. Comcast, I think it was Comcast. Comcast, who now owns Charter Spectrum, I believe, actually now. But they were going after Fox for a while, too. And then Disney outbid them. They rose the price and Disney bid it higher. It was like $16 billion, something like that. So, I don't know. I, I think I think it'd be a good idea, but I'm just curious to see how it will play out. Also, next up on the list, we have uh, the Super Bowl. It was the most boring Super Bowl Ever played? Yes, it was. Uh, last this last Sunday, um, could not stand it. Uh, it made me want to cry. And the commercials were even bad. Only one good thing I, in my mind came out of the entire experience was this Marvel Avengers Endgame kind of trailer. First of all, what was your favorite commercial of the Super Bowl? What was your favorite part of the Super Bowl? <clears throat> and what do you guys think about the trailers we saw? Are you saying favorite like Disney trailer or favorite? Trailer, period. Favorite. I mean, I'm sorry, favorite commercial. Favorite commercial, period. And then favorite Disney Marvel. I think the, the NFL commercial was great because I'm a huge football fan. Mm-hmm. And there was the NFL 100 commercial where it was like fantastic. Every football play you could think of. I don't know if you did you see that commercial? I'm trying to think about it. Where they, Marshawn Lynch knocks over the ball and everyone. Yes, everyone, I saw it that. Was absolutely amazing. It was yeah. just amazing. That was I, good. I thought it was a great commercial. But then the Avengers, I mean, it was so quick. And they began the Super Bowl. I actually got up for a second. 
and my son says, he says, Decast, Decast, come over here and look at this. And he's making, they're making fun of me. So I ran back over to watch it and I'm like, whoa, you know, and I was, I think I messaged in the, in our, in uh-huh. our group that we're talking about it, but well, that was good. It's still not a lot of answers there, but there's no, I, the, the rumor right now is with the in-game trailers, they're only showing us the first 20 minutes right. of the movie, which I believe. Also, they're saying this movie could be like three hours long in an intermission, yes, which please. I fully support. Yes, absolutely. People who don't support that, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a bladder the size of a ping pong ball. Sure. I need, like, oh, it breaks it up. I'm like, it breaks it up either way if I have to get up and go to the bathroom. True. And then I miss a bunch of stuff and I'm talking like, hey, what did I miss? No. So, yeah. And then I have to see it again so I don't miss that part. So I go and pee at other times. I never see the whole thing through. So what was your favorite commercials in trailer? The, the NFL 100. It's, it's, I mean, it's the only one that's really kind of worth mentioning again yeah. the, the the commercials were as bad as the game itself and <laughs> unless oh. you hate the Rams or you're a huge Patriot fan I mean who cares but even then like it's just the game if you're a Patriot fan it, it was oh man nobody so, decided to play no one showed up but my favorite since since Avengers didn't really give us a lot plus there was literally gaps in people <laughs> where people are supposed to be sitting I absolutely poured through the Captain Marvel teaser. Yes. So much is going on in that. And uh, I love it. And it sets up so much, which uh, are we going to break down the commercials? Or do you want me to do it right now? Do it right now. Go. Okay. So <laughs> Captain Marvel. So they show the scene with Carol Danvers talking with the little black girl. It's the daughter of her her uh, her friend. And it's, um, it's Monica. It's Monica Rambeau, who is yes. Captain Marvel originally in the comics because when Carol Danvers appears, she's actually Miss Marvel. That's what she's known as. Captain Marvel is Monica Rambeau's name. And then the character, they created her because DC has Shazam, who's also Captain Marvel. They didn't yep. lose the rights to the name, so they created Monica Rambeau's character. Out of New Orleans, Louisiana, represent, that's where I'm from. <laughs> so uh, they created her. Now she, she went to Photon. She's now Spectrum. It's her name. But... You look at the little insides, that's clearly Monica, which could set up another Captain Marvel. Plus, her mother, when they show her mother in the airplane, her nickname is Photon, which was one of her nomigrears in the in the comic book. So much going on with that. I had no idea. Did you like watch it like a thousand times? I watched it about seven or eight times because I caught <laughs> oh, it and wow. I was trying to figure out who it was. And I thought I saw Photon, and I did, and I was like, that is slick. Whoever did this, because now, since we're setting it so <clears> far back... We could have part of the cosmic. We could have right. both Captain Marvels, Ooh. possibly. I'm, mm. And the, the other mm. Captain Marvel is, is is an energy siphon. She can turn into all different forms of energy, from gamma to radiate. I mean, so she's very high on the power spectrum. All right. Any other thoughts on Super Bowl commercials, guys? I kind of did the same thing with the Avengers one, but not like. And that detail, but <laughs> I watched it. And I watched. I watched a lot of reaction videos. People yeah. were breaking it down and like little things, like huge gaps in the pictures where you're not sure who's in the picture. There's a picture of a bunch of people standing outside looking up at something. There's an obvious, an obvious gap where someone should be standing. Yeah, who's in that gap? Yeah, I saw that. A lot of the jokes were that's Drax because you can't see Drax because he's standing so still. So I think Drax isn't coming back from <laughs> from the the snapping. Yeah, I don't think so. I think we've lost Drax from. But then also, we, me and Chris were talking before we started. Was at the very end of the trailer when they're when they're walking 
Captain America puts on his shield. They're all walking in like in a straight line. There's a big gap in that. Too, There's which, a gap there too. Yep. Which we're thinking you were thinking is possibly Hulk. I think it's going to be Professor Hulk. Professor, Professor Hulk. Hulk. Yes. Hulk, yeah. There's also there's also theory that that um, Hulk and um, excuse me <coughs> and uh, what's his face um, Mar- uh, Banner Ruffalo Banner Ruffalo, Ruffalo Banner. Banner they're gonna split they, they split into right, different right. people and they become Professor Hulk and Bruce Banner so that'd be nice and then also when on uh, they go that little quick shot of Tony Stark building something yes there's Nebula but Nebula she, yes. they said is she is she taking apart part of her arm to help to help him or is, what is he fixing yeah then I just I think I don't know if I sent you guys a picture the other day about they're saying that his in his chest is the is another soul is another infinity stone yeah possibly. That's, that's a theory that's Ooh. a theory that's out now that the, in his chest is the is a sixth or seventh oh is the seventh yeah infinity stone because in the comic books there are seven or six Six. Six. Yeah. There are six. Okay. You can always change everything, though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We also saw Rocket Raccoon uh, in a suit more like the one he does in the comics. Yeah. They said he was, what I I was reading, that said that he was like in a, they thought he might be like in Maine, which is where. Yes. I saw, I I read that. Which is where Captain Marvel is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's from. Uh, Plus, Ant-Man. Right. Ant-Man's there. Ant-Man's And he's so, friends with War Machine. Exactly. I that too because they didn't get along before. Right. Now they're, he's there. They were friendly putting so, on their masks. What's, what's funny to me is Ant-Man's kind of always been like this. One of my favorite Marvel Cinematic uh, Universe movies. Always has been. But it's always been like this, oh, side character. Like, oh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. Like, he's like key to this whole thing. Yeah. Like rescuing everyone. You got, you know, ex-felon so. ex over here, you know. Ant-Man rescuing, you know, all the, all the Avengers, you know. I just watched Civil War again the other day. It's like he's the biggest buffoon in the whole thing. But his little oh, and he grows big. Yeah, kills me. Giant kills me. man. Oh, <laughs> giant man. Yep, so good. Anywho, so that's the Marvel breakdown for the Super Bowl trailers. And yeah, Super Bowl was absolutely awful. <laughs> Could not. I mean, I try. I was like, oh, the commercials will be good. There were what no did you good really commercials. Think of it? Did you really like the Super Bowl? And I can't tell by what you're saying. I no, it was <laughs> awful. It was terrible. It was. It was. Awesome. I don't watch so much football, and then I wanted a good game. Yeah, you want a good game, and I wasn't. It's like, nope, no. My son was happy. He's a Patriots fan, so. Yeah, you have enough Super Bowls. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Anyway, now this is what everybody really wants to talk about. <laughs> I was watching the Grammys on Sunday night, and <laughs> all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I had no idea this was coming. An Aladdin trailer comes on. Thoughts. Let's discuss. I messaged you guys, and you're like, I got nothing to say. You're basically, I have nothing to say. Right. It, yeah, it was it, it was awkward. It the was, internet is was, a buzz. Oh, Memes crazy. and every, the people are not happy. They're blaming Guy Ritchie as the director. They're, they're saying Disney should have never touched his property with Robin Williams. is too sacred, which I don't know if you can really say that. You can't. But it... The Diz Insider said today, was it today or a couple of days ago, that uh, you won't see another trailer for a while because they're retooling the genie and they're working on the CGI to make it a little bit better. So it yeah. like it's from 2001. Right. Yeah. Bad Boys 3. And that's also why what happened today happened, I think. But we'll get to that in a second. So, yes, I'm, I'm looking at the, I'm, on, I'm on the Disney side right now. I'm looking at this picture of Will Smith as the genie. And it's just... Wow. It's... Okay, I understand it's not fully digitally rendered yet. But I'm just surprised Disney didn't... went ahead and release this. Yeah. Knowing that it wasn't ready for full public consumption. Right. You could have showed the smoke and then heard his voice. Yeah, off something. Screen. I agree. So here's 
the the big problem I think I'm going to have with this movie, and I will watch it, of course. Yeah. Is if you remember a few years back, I want to say it was '99, and Gus Van Sant decided he would direct a shot-for-shot remake of Psycho, starring Vince Vaughn. Ooh, yes, I do remember that. Mm-hmm. And I always said to myself, why would I watch it when I can watch the original? Mm-hmm. And that's what I think we're going to start coming with, with these attempts to do shot-for-shot remakes of, even though it's a cartoon, but you know, you're not really making it a live-action movie. Um, I mean, it is, but it it's also a bunch of CGI. Yeah. And, you know, every, you're going to have your naysayers. Well, it, it make them blue. So, so they made them blue. All right, well, don't show it to me anymore because it's awful. Um, <laughs> I, it could end up being good. Uh, track record of, of Guy Ritchie is not spotty good, right? at best. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's going to be big. I whatever excitement I had for it, it, it quickly just bled out. Right. And, and, and it, it's not just because of the genie. It's the, the CGI doesn't look very good. Yep. Um, little changes they made to Aladdin. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind that, but it's just, I don't know. You could be looking at the first bomb of the remakes, but maybe not. And when I say bomb, I mean it'll still make like seven hundred million. It, it won't. It will not reach <laughs> expectations. I, I don't know because Disney, with the exception of the second Alice in Wonderland uh, film, which we didn't need. The live-action remakes have been really good. Maleficent was really well done, whether you like the story or not. It was really good. Cinderella was amazing. Beating the Beast was amazing. So then you get into this, it's like, okay, and they got Mulan coming up, all these other ones coming up. I'm like, okay, I liked Cinderella and I liked Beating the Beast because it wasn't shot for shot. There was some little Easter eggs in there, and I had problems with Beating the Beast, like the auto-tuning with, you know, all the bell and all that stuff. But... It feels like with, with The Lion King and Aladdin, now they're trying to make it shot for shot, which we don't want. Give me something different. Give me a reason to give me live action, not just a shot for shot when I can watch the original. Sure. Um, I just, It looks like, I mean, this is something I could have done, like taken Genie and then photoshopped Will Smith's face, dyed it blue, and put it on. <laughs> like take took Will Smith from Bad Boys <laughs> CGI'd his face and blended it on Photoshop, and, then, and that's what it looks like to me. Not saying it's not going to be awesome. I'm right. not saying that at all. But are we going to end up with the Fresh Prince of Agrabah? <laughs> yeah, is this? Gonna, um, I, I don't know. But then there was that other production picture we got where Will Smith was not blue. Right. And right. people were throwing a fit about that. Like, why isn't he blue? I I'm going to put my trust in Disney on this one. He even posted that night on Facebook on his Facebook. He says, "See, I am blue. I told you I was blue." And then he and he and he, and he shared when he shared the uh, the trailer. Have any of you guys seen any videos from the Broadway version? Of um, oh, I, I, I've seen it. Is it? Yeah, the, the way that they do the genie there. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's perfect. Yeah, yes, it's perfect. Yep, everything about it. Yep. you know, it doesn't. He doesn't have to be CGI. He can be him. And Will Smith is definitely funny. I mean, uh, there are people who don't find him funny, but I find him funny. It's a different type of humor. Now we get (laughs) to the big thing. The reason this was released, apparently, according to some online sources, is Frozen 2 trailer unexpectedly dropped this morning. And the buzz on the interwebs is Disney was trying to deflect attention away from Aladdin onto this because this trailer was not apparently not supposed to be launched until late March. Somewhere around um, Captain Marvel time. 
So we have the Frozen 2 trailer, which I'm watching right now, if you can hear it. You got here, Elsa, at the ocean. She's standing there, looking like, I don't know, like, we'll turn it, you guys can see Her too. power levels have clearly her, increased. Yes. So she, she's creating she's ice with her, her feet. Head. She's running on water. Yeah, she's about to go all Jesus Frozone here. Like Eddie Money. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> no, trying to walk on water, water yeah. and, you know. Here she goes, and she, boom, boom, walking on water, walking on water, walking on water, on the ocean. She did that before, though. She walked on the water, didn't she? I'm trying to remember. I don't think she did. No, like, like she's like... Not like this. I mean, no. Yeah, no, this is... Obviously, there's of, some reason to be doing this. Maybe for her parents? As this is that's what I'm looking, looking for her parents. Looking for her parents? When her parents are Tarzan. Right. When she jumps in the rock, here's a little... The Frozone little... You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, we go from Little Mermaid to Frozone. Yep. Right. Jesus, Little Mermaid, Frozone. Absolutely. Boom. He's <laughs> walking on water. And then we get what the uh, the, the Marky Mark movie about this. Yes. The okay, there's a, we want all these little diamonds for. Okay. We have a trio of, or actually a whole a gang of reindeer. Kristoff. Yeah. <coughs> all of a sudden we have a really, really, like, B.A. Black Widow Anna. Well, well, who's this chick? Who's exactly. This we have new characters, so. <coughs> Sorry, guys. We get what sounds like Kristen Bell. Yep. Where is that? Yeah, where are they looking? And why is he not melting? So, Frozen 2. Then we get to see a little, and then, a little Brave-like action right here. I like, I like the background there. Ooh. Like, who's she gonna cut? Right? November! Now, I, I, I know Disney is... You know, cashing in on this. I know. I, I, we expected a sequel. The first one came out in 2013. Five, five years. Five, five, five or six years. It's been six years. So it's been a while. Thoughts on the trailer? Sean? I liked it. I'm, I I like Frozen. I know you're not a fan. I thought Frozen is. I think it's a great movie. I watch it all the time with my grandson. So I'm totally into it. I thought it was good. <coughs> I was reading some, watching some... <coughs> I was watching some uh, reaction today, and people made a good point that if you know if you're gonna make any three three movies, the middle one's gonna be a little bit darker, and that's yeah. obviously, obviously a little bit darker movie. They're like Chris said out in the hallway. He said it's it's the Empire for it is oh, okay I, okay you know maybe what'd you say maybe uh, Elsa's not Empire. her sister or something. <laughs> I am not your father. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I thought it was really good. I mean, it doesn't really answer a lot of questions, but it asks a lot of questions too. Who are the new people? Exactly. Yep. Chris? I called it Too Fast, Too Frozen. Too Fast, Too Frozen. <laughs> but not to say I didn't enjoy it. Okay. Uh, I was on the fence. I watched it a couple more times. Um, I love that there's no dialogue. Yep. That may be right. a couple reasons why. It might be because they rushed it and they said, look, we don't have any. Just play the music. Just, just do it, yeah. The, yeah. Music, music, the music was powerful. At yeah. But it, it, it was awesome. I love the, the chorus that comes in. Um Maybe we're going someplace. It looked definitely, they're going someplace different. You know, looking for their parents. Look, yeah, forward. looking. Which uh, the, the the director, who's now the current head of Walt Disney Animation, said that Anna Elsa's parents are Tarzan's parents. She said that. Like right. that's that's canon. So are they? Is she going there? Are they going? You know, someplace wherever Tarzan was to. I mean, it was Africa, I believe, to find them. I mean, or are they just going to retcon that whole statement? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, with introducing new characters, you know, there's always the risk that they're Jar Jar. Yes. Oh, but uh, <laughs> even Jar Jar has his fans. 
Yes, he does. He does somewhere. Uh, um, but me. I don't know. It, it it got my attention, and it did its job. I stopped thinking about Aladdin. Exactly. <laughs> that they want, Disney wanted to turn the conversation away from Aladdin. It's, I, I, I think it was foolish for Disney to put out anything. With, if, if the rendering for Will Smith and Ginny was not ready, they shouldn't have done it. Right. They should have given us voice. They should have teased them. Let, don't let us see Will Smith until it's time to come. You know, time to see him on the big screen. Um, I think that would have been better. If that would have been if better. They sure. Out. This was a yeah, miscalculation. Just, yeah. It just looked awful. Right. I still hope for the movie. Guy Ritchie, you know, he's hitting this. I know why. The kind of film this is. I know what they were going for when they hired him. Kind of Prince of Persia, kind of like sure. running on rooftops type kind of deal. I just still, I'm not. Uh, it's Guy Ritchie. Like sometimes he's great, sometimes he's not. So um, Frozen, though, I like the trailer. Um, I, I I'm glad they're going a little bit darker. I'm, uh, I'm a little. Well, the thing is, too, you think about it, the, the the original audience that fell in love with this movie six years ago. You know, the the, the five and six and seven year old kids are now in their teens. Older, exactly. They're a little older. So it's going to be a little darker, but can still appeal to younger kids. I think it's, it's pretty good. And they have huge plans for, and Disney has huge plans for the whole Frozen, like in the parks. Even. Yes. They're talking about building Arendelle in California and, and Paris. I think they're actually doing it or Hong Kong. They can do or it somewhere. in Paris, yeah. Yeah, but I know they're talking about actually putting a Frozen attraction. They're not making the Matterhorn a Frozen attraction, possibly. They're, I've heard talk about that. I don't know. So, that, I'm just saying, they're, they're going to ride touch Frozen. touch wall. No, I, yeah, I, I would never do it, but I mean, there's talk of it, but... Well, then, I'm, then okay, I can't. Yeah, can't I can't say that. Touch Walt. I and absolutely agree with you there. <laughs> November, right? That's what it's. Yeah. Yep. We'll be there. Yeah. First in line. Yep. Yep. Be I'll, I'll be there. I'll have. I'll buy my tickets the day they come on sale, and I'll go and I'll see it. So, anywho, guys, let us know what you think about the Frozen trailer, the Aladdin trailer, and all that fun stuff. Um, Chris, where can we reach you on the interwebs? He knows. And <laughs> Sean, Sean knows. It's Chris. Chris Brown five one seven two. Bam. Yeah. Chris Brown at 5172 on the various social media networks. And Sean, where can people reach you? It's uh, Sean Disney 55 Sean Disney 55 You guys can reach me at Andy Herndon on all the various social media networks. And you can find the DCAST on Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Just go to the DCAST.net. Net. Net. Don't go to Net. .com. Net. .com. And if you're the person who owns the DCAST.com, I'm coming after you. <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. And yes, I'm good. Wow. uh, I let the thing expire and I don't touch it for a month and then someone just buys it up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not happy. No. I couldn't tell. Yeah. (laughs) But that was only $18, so that's fine. Right. That works. It looks good. And also, everyone, if you want to help us get more gear, look at it. If you're watching on Instagram, there's no gear. We have this one microphone. This is it. This is it. And my computer. Uh, and like recording, if you're recording all the fun stuff back there, uh, go to the cast.net and you can go to our GoFundMe page and we'll have all this decked out one day with nice microphones and stands. And Should we shout out board. the people that have donated so far? And let's go ahead and go to the GoFundMe, uh, GoFundMe.com and we will shout out <laughs> our, our, um, our current, um, our four people, our four people who have helped us with uh, getting the gear we need. We're trying to raise about $900 to get everything. If we hit like $600, we'll be able to get a lot of it. Right. Uh, but we want to get, you know, cords and everything else. So, those who have given, where, where'd we go? Where's our, our giving thing? Oh my goodness, view, there we go. Uh, we have Ronnie, Zachary, Mary, and Anonymous, and another Zach. 
There's two Zachs. Nice. Zach and Zachary, both Williams. Did you do another one? Oh, I didn't, I didn't even notice that. Well I didn't even notice. Oh, thank you. So we have 200 Trump Anonymous, which is this guy right here. Um, and, uh, very anonymous now. Yeah, wow. It says anonymous. It says anonymous on there. We made it clear on the front end of the show. That's true. And then Ronnie and Zach and Mary, thank you so much for helping us get the gear that we need. Uh, you can go to dcast.net to find out how to help with that. And with that, guys, this has been this week's episode of The D-Cast. You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts.